Welcome back to Jay's Random Thoughts. That song is by the Egocentrics. It's called Staring at the Ceiling. Really cool song. Kind of has this vibe to it where it makes you think. Um, you know, it, it, it's a really good song about feeling like there's just too much going on. And you know what? There really is. There is way too much going on right now. So, just a little recap of the last, uh, <clears throat> I don't know, last month. So we've got the election infection <clears throat> in full swing still, which is very disappointing because we have plenty of ways to combat this. I've already gone over that in all of my other podcasts pretty much. And then aside from that, we have the uh, <laughs> the election fraud. Now, there was enough election fraud that, you know, we need to do. Now, this would be awesome. This will prove once and for all who's going to be president. Make sure that they you know, do the election again. Send everybody a ballot. And in order for them to turn it in, they must show ID to show that they are a citizen of this country and that they are alive. And that's them. That's what we need to do. Every single person. If they can't make it to a place and someone can come to them, they can come to them and do it. That's what needs to be done. Because you know what? If Biden wins that way, fine. That's that's just the way it goes. It's, you know, fine. <sighs> but right now, there's just too much crap with that. Then we have, oh, my state of Oregon. My crappy state of Oregon for how beautiful it is outside here. <sighs> for how wonderfully green it is and the cool creatures we have here. We have the Worst management of this country, uh, country, <laughs> worst management of this state of Oregon. Kate Brown, copycat Kate, commie Kate. Ugh, the things that she does. So she's killing small businesses because she's the one mandating a lot of shutdowns and restrictions. Now there's a new restriction in place, and I'm not really certain. I haven't found enough documentation about this. If it's for all businesses or just small businesses. So restaurants cannot have anybody sit down and eat in there right now because of these heavy restrictions, which I believe have been extended until February. That's ridiculous. And uh, that extension to February means that so if you can't go sit down in the restaurants, a lot of these restaurants have put outdoor, I want to call them kind of gazebos. They're like these plastic greenhouses, you know, like flexible plastic greenhouse thingies out there. I'm sure you've seen them around. And people can go eat in there. But not more than so many people per table and the tables have to be so far apart. Okay, yeah, whatever. But now she's saying that they're not allowed to use that restaurant's indoor bathrooms. So, <laughs> unless you have porta potties out there, which what does that mean? Then you have that that's more exposure to germs than a regular bathroom is. I don't even I haven't even read anything about the porta potties. All I know is that she doesn't want them to use the indoor bathroom there. So you go to a restaurant, you're gonna eat food, you're gonna drink liquids. Even if you don't drink a single liquid there, you're still eating. You're probably gonna have to whiz or drop a clinker at some point. So. I don't know. That, that's stupid. So that's it's shutting down businesses again. And the smaller ones, it seems like. Because I still see the bigger businesses still out there. Still people going out there. Oh yeah, plenty of them. <sighs> so that that part of the recap there. Now, the rest of it, it let's go forward from there. Um, 
Biden not, I don't know, you know, they say he won. Electoral College called it even, but you know, they're not, nobody's taking into account the, well, at least nobody in charge taking into account the uh, election fraud, which is really stupid. I know, I already touched on that. I just had to you know, kind of go back to it. So the next thing that's happened is um, we're gonna, we've got another stimulus check coming out for people, and uh, it's also it's like $900 billion for stimulus for the country. Now, here's something I don't understand about this. You can make up to $75,000 a year and still get a stimulus check. And that includes $600 for you. Um, for each one of you that's legally documented in this country, and if you're born in this country, you know, and your parents are still having you there, you're, if the money's coming there, not directly for you, but because of you, <clears throat> so your parent or parents are still getting that money. $600 per person, $600 per child. I don't understand that. <clears throat> if you're making $75,000 a year, that's more than $6,000 a month income. That's more than $1,500 a week income. Why do you need $600? They should have capped it at like $40,000 or $50,000. The only exception should be if you got knocked out of work because of the stupid COVID-1984, a.k.a. pandemic, a.k.a. scamdemic, a.k.a. election infection. If you got knocked out of work because of this stupid thing, then I can see that. You're making $75,000 a year. You don't need this. And how about those people? Oh, I can't remember the guy's name. There was a guy that had some kind of... Uh, he has this humongous house. Big, huge, a huge pool. They show this from an aerial view. This guy got millions of dollars in aid. How? For what? Obviously a millionaire with all that kind of stuff. So you got that going on, too. And uh, the stimulus deal is apparently supposed to pass. They've sent it to the president. We'll see what happens from here. More than likely, it's going to pass. Oh, what else? Um, well, here in, in Salem, here in Oregon, there are a lot of homeless people out there. Most of them. Just about all of them. By choice, homeless. Because they don't want to follow normal society. Now it's like, oh, the poor homeless, it's raining, it's flooding everywhere. You chose the lifestyle. You chose the risk. It's kind of like when it gets to be 100 degrees outside in the summer. Oh, the poor homeless. You chose it. People that follow a program and continue to follow it get out of being homeless. <sighs> it sucks being homeless, I get that. But you know what, there's a lot of people that do it because they get things for free. Take an old buddy of mine. He used to be a good friend of mine. Now he's just another opportunist out there. Yeah, he decided to go homeless instead of uh, living a regular life. Now it's if he contacts anybody, his mom, me, he's asking for money. He's asking for things. He's asking for the person to buy things for them. It's never, hey, how's it going? No, I just wanted to update you on things. Okay, well, hey, I'm going to take off. You have a good day. No, it's always asking for things. That's all it is. Everything free. Because if you're not working, you're not making money. Where are you getting money from anyway? Are you, you slinging dope on the side? I mean, what are you doing? I have no idea where these people get their money from. So, I mean, that's what's frustrating to me, is that 
oh, these poor homeless, you know, oh, they've chosen the lifestyle. So, no, not poor homeless. You starving? Wait a minute, there are soup kitchens, there are food pantries, there are places you can go to get food all over the place. In fact, most grocery stores you can walk into, and you can go talk to the manager and just tell them, hey, I'm... I'm really hungry? Is there anything you might have that you're going to throw away? Or any sandwiches or anything that I can use? Most of them will find you something to eat. They might even buy it for you, if that's the case. Because you went and asked them. So, there is no reason, no reason whatsoever for you to be like, oh, I'm starving. My buddy called his mom. Said, oh, well, the, the, oh, first she called and talked about some kind of, uh, I don't know, $100 a year for cricket, not cricket, but a um, track phone that was going to last the entire year. Well, I don't know if he either he under, misunderstood the details or if he purposely lied about it. But what that does is, when you, I don't know if you know track phone at all, but if you don't, when you buy minutes, it extends your contract out. That means you get to keep your number. You don't have to start all the way over with your service you get to keep that number, and that number, if even if you don't have any minutes, for as long as you have that contract going, when I say contract, I mean service time. So let's say you just bought your phone today. You spent $30, $20 on the phone, $10 on minutes. That extends now for 30 days. If you buy another 30 minutes or whatever it is, you know, whatever time frame, it's going to add another month onto there. Sometimes it's two months. It depends on the card that it says when you buy the airtime. So it extends it out like that. You could run out of your minutes in a day if you wanted to, but everything still stays because, I mean, you know, your voicemail stays. You get to still keep your number. That phone number, that, that service is waiting for you when you add more minutes. So the year thing, the $100 for a year is to give you 400 minutes. That's nothing. 400 minutes you could burn through easy because it costs you like something like a third a minute third of a minute for every text. It's something like that. And then, of course, for when you talk, it's a minute for every time you talk, or for every minute that you're on the phone. So, yes, and what it does, it extends that, it gives you 400 minutes right there on the spot. That's it. Not monthly, just on the spot. And uh, then from there, it goes on to, uh, you just get to keep that service for a year. Not adding extra minutes on there until you buy more minutes, but keeping that phone number, keeping your voicemail, that's it. So he called to ask his mom if she could do that, and she has had a lot of bills, and she couldn't do it. She just she said, "I just don't have the money. I don't. I can't do that." But she was all intrigued about it, saying, "Oh, wow, that sounds really good." But I just don't have the money. No, I just uh, I've had too many bills. You know. She gets off the phone. I did my research, and I told her about it. She says, "Because she was thinking about getting that service." She says, "Oh no, no, no! I'm that's terrible. I can't do that. That's not going to help me out." And I said, "I know, I know. Stick with your service." Stick with the service you have. It's much better. So either her son knew about it and lied, or he misunderstood. And I'm really, really not sure which direction that went. Because he understands a lot more than he lets on. So then he calls back again saying that... Oh, no, he had to get off the phone because he said they were going shopping. Him and his his homeless girlfriend. So two of them homeless. And so he gets off the phone to go shopping, he says. But then he calls back like half hour later or something, because I'm in the I'm there with her, because I'm taking care of the cats, I'm helping her cats out, I'm cleaning their box, getting them, make sure the water's good, getting them treats and wet food and whatnot, and uh, he calls back about a half hour later and he says um, 
that, uh, you know, oh, hey, the, the mice, they have really bad mice problem, mouse problems here. They ate all of our food and, you know, messed it up and stuff. So, you know, is there any way you could order us a pizza so we can have something good to eat tonight because we don't have anything? And she's just like, you know, again, I don't have any money. I just don't have the money. And I had too many bills. So he's like, okay, well, you know, I thought I asked. Blah, blah, blah. Okay, well, I got to go. And he gets off the phone. See? Twice. In the same day. In a very short amount of time. Calling to ask for something. Now, here's what I don't understand about that. <laughs> He has to get off the phone the first time after he asks for $100 for something, and she can't give it to him. So he gets off the phone to go shopping. If, he has, if he's going shopping, he has, he has money. And you might be saying, oh, no, maybe he has food stamps. Well, if he has food stamps, then he wouldn't be calling back asking for a pizza because he has no food because he can just go to the store and get food with his food stamps. Stores were open. It's not in the middle of the night. So that's what I'm saying. Now, the poor homeless, no, it's not the poor homeless. These homeless are taking advantage of a lot of people. So, that's next update. What else do we have for updates here? Um, we might be under martial law pretty soon, because the Insurrection Act might be enacted by Trump. Now, this makes sense to a certain degree, because... I, we've got a lot of riots still going on. Riots, they call it. <laughs> they call it protesting. I call it riots. Now, here's another thing I want to just really put out there too. We had one in our Capitol building here in Salem, Oregon. Um, these were the people that I identify with. These are the people that are against the lockdown. Totally understand that. I'm against it too. Want everything opened up again couple people from there decided to go over and bust open a door so that they can get into the Capitol building. I am absolutely against that. reason why is because if you uphold the law, you protest peacefully. That's everything you're supposed to be doing. That's exactly how you make a message. The real message, the right message. Because everything, and if you watch it, watch it yourself. Everything is for Democrats and against Republicans when it comes to the press. Unless this Republican is agreeing with the Democrats or sharing their view, everything is against them. This is the way our, our media has been for a very long time. So when it comes to these protests where they're, they're Democrats, they're, they're Pantifa, and I say Antifa with a P on it because pansy, panty-wearing soy boys and that stupid terrorist hate group and then you also have the terrorists of Black Lives Matter and they're out there protesting but they riot they start a bunch of violence and damage uh, you don't hear a bunch of that like oh no we gotta demonize that oh that's the far far left that's doing that oh no they don't mention that not in the media not anywhere in the media unless it's an unbiased source and you rarely hear that but nope, as soon as this happens, we have the first time that one of these Republican groups decides, you know, conservative, busts into the, the uh, Capitol building, which I am against. Again, I am against, absolutely against. They bust in there. Oh, the far right group. Oh, they got, you know, they busted in there. Oh, you know, and they called this, oh, you know, this is going to be a riot here. <clears throat> or unlawful. I can't remember what they called it. <clears throat> So we have that, but you have Portland and I think a couple other cities in Oregon where we still have terrorist Black Lives Matter and terrorist Pantifa out there 
doing just terrible things, destroying things, hurting people. And the media's not saying that that's bad. Alright, I think I really rambled on long enough for this. If you sat through this, hey, congratulations. You got my rantings. And I hope you agree with some of this, because I'm going with common sense on things. Look up ways to kill viruses. Don't believe the media. Do your own research. I think I'm going to call this uh, episode just an update uh, as of late. There we go. All right, people. If you want to email me, that is great. Randomj at mail.com. Take care. Have a good day.